everybody, and welcome back to the Spiritual Leader Podcast. Uh, Laura and I are always uh, so happy to do these and to be a part of uh, you know your lives. And uh, Laura, we kicked off last week. Actually, you kicked off. I did. Talk- <laughs> talking about, um, you look lovely, by the way. I love your, your heart on your shirt. Does that say, I love my husband? <laughs> Would you like it what to say that? What does your shirt say? I love my daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we started uh, last week talking about um, families and the importance of, you know, uh, we talked about a lot of stuff, stewarding, yeah. stewarding yes, your, yeah. your children. Uh, if you didn't hear last week's, you need to go back and listen to it because it's powerful. Uh, God, our children are not ours. Yeah. Uh, you know, I told the story of how your dad gave us that word when our uh, children were all really small and said, your children um, don't belong to you. They belong to the Lord. You are stewards of your children. Uh, you talked about how determining uh, what we do as parents really does determine, in large yeah. part, how our children. Now, we, we you clarified this, so we don't control our children. No, you can't do that. But we are molding them. Yeah. Somebody said this years ago, and I've heard it said in different ways, but um, they said that par- children don't do necessarily what they're told, Yeah. but they do they say let me say it more clear they may not do what you say but they will always do what you do yeah and there's we can say things we can talk out of the side of our mouth we could say you know i love god i love the things of god but what children they hear that but predominantly what they're going to do and carry on what you model is what you model so really yeah molding in a sense really has a lot to do with modeling yeah so what we want our children to be molded Mm -hmm. into we should model. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't even, I, I just feel like that bears repetition, Laura, like to yeah. say that again, like our children, yes, they're going to hear what we're saying, but they're going to, they're going to become yeah. who we are. No, it's, it's true. <laughs> you know, you it's may not true. like that, you know, cause we all look at our children, we see their goods and bads oftentimes. And, you know, you may point out a weakness in your child and say, man, I don't know why they act that way. Well, let me tell you something, mom or dad, you better look in the mirror because they got it from one of you. <laughs> yeah. They got that trait or that behavior. Yeah. Uh, you know, like my son, he has some awesome jokes and he got his jokes from me. I mean, and I got them from my dad. I mean, the the, the laughs just keep going through the generations. They're not that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, no, though, our children become who we are. Yeah, no. And, and what we yeah. permit and allow and, and act out, they yeah. are going to pick up. Yeah, it's what it's what we impart. Yeah, and and really, and decisions I shared last week because decisions that we make, I mean, they're crucial. Mm. And I and I use this quote. I said, um, you know, you make decision make decisions with generations in mind. So don't just make a decision flippantly or don't make a decision Mm. based on money or based on a feeling or based on what seems right in the moment. Or what's fun at the time. Or, yeah. But you base that decision looking on down the line. Yeah. How will this affect? Because some of those decisions that you make and, you know, they may not seem to be that significant in the moment, but they can have a tremendous Mm. impact and effect much later on in life. And really, it's like you can hamper your children later on in life. I mean, it's like struggle after struggle they're, they're having to overcome, they're having wow. to deal with. Or Where'd you they can. Get that? 
Oh, you can make things real easy for them, a whole lot easier if if they're rooted and they're grounded and they have a strong foundation on the Word of God. You can make their life so much easier. You can absolutely determine not the specifics of their outcome, but... The success of their well, outcome. there there could be a whole lot less that they have to overcome, uh-huh. yep. and it's really based yep. on yep. what you do and yep. the place you put them, what you've imparted in them, what you've spoken over them. You know, last week we were sharing, and I and I thought maybe this week we need to um, to go a little deeper. You know, we we talked about the importance of placing your children and planting them in a local body, a local body that God has planted you in. I I want you to continue on in this, but people don't get this. They don't get, they look at church and maybe their experience with church has not been overwhelmingly positive. Well, then they were probably not in the place God planted them. Every church is not equal. You referred to that uh, in a service recently. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, I'm in a church. Mm-hmm. You have to find the church that God wants you to be in. You keep them in the right place. You keep them in a place where the word of God is taught and, and the, the Spirit's moving. Holy and, and Spirit even is moving. That, Laura, get where but God calls you. Be, as a yeah. parent, we, as parents, we have to determine yeah. where is God planning us. Because listen, my parents, grandparents, great-parents, grandparents, they could have went to such and such a church. Yeah. They built, had their names on the pews. That may not be the church that God wants you in. Yeah. That may not have been the church he wanted your parents or grandparents in. Get How do you do this? You seek the Lord. Lord, where does my family need to be in church? Yeah. Get in that place and get rooted yeah. and get grounded, right? Yeah. And then carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so keeping your children in the right place. I mean, I, that's... I mean, that's a big part of the battle. I was going to say that's half the battle. That's a big part of the battle because then it's like it's not you just on your own having to do all the training. But, man, when you get them in that place, then there's all these other people that God has called to be part of your family, to be able to minister to family, to be able to encourage your family, Mm. to be able to walk alongside your family, to be able to impart into your family and to see things in you that maybe you don't see in yourself and your children to call those giftings forth uh, a place where those giftings are cultivated and I'm not just talking ministry stuff I'm talking about you're called into business you're you're called into the medical field and whatever arena God is going to place you in it matters that local body and assembly so getting you know your family rooted and grounded in the right place that's important but this next one and it really speaks to me because I have um, I have lived this and I have seen God's faithfulness from this right here but speaking the word over your children over your grandchildren you know and, and I say this too because some people go well my children are already grown but once you're a mom you're always a mom <laughs> It doesn't matter how old your children are. And I'll tell you, the faith of a mom, uh, and when you speak and release and declare the word of God over your children, no matter what age they might be, it has 
power. Yeah. So speaking the word of God, releasing the word of God over your children and covering them in faith declarations. Mm. And that's something that I have done for many, many years now. And I've really allowed the Lord to lead me just in prayer. And it's like, then these, just these, these uh, words, these declarations just come up out of me. You know, I'm like the Lord is, perf now this is a scripture. The Lord is perfecting that which concerns me, mm. you know, and just in releasing that and then speaking out that my children will marry the right spouse. Mm. They'll know it. Their future spouse will know it. And you're removing all others out of their lives <laughs> that are not out. for Get them. them. You know, I've, I've declared for years, my children are preserved for higher things. They're not interested in the things of the world. They will walk and fulfill the plan that God has for their life. Yeah, I like the one you do. Uh, my children know the voice of their shepherd. Yes. They know the voice of Jesus and the voice of a stranger. They will not follow the scripture. You know, they're not going to yeah follow the enemy. Yeah. They're not going to follow voices contrary to God's word. But what you're saying, Laura, is speaking faith declarations. You're not just, you know, speaking something over them that, um, I hope this works. You're mm -hmm. literally yeah. speaking Hebrews 11. Yeah. It says the, the, the worlds were framed yeah. by oh. the word of God. And that right there, that's Talk so powerful. Molding. I was going to say, because what I am doing is I'm speaking into their future. Glory to God. So I'm paving paths right now for them <sighs> to walk Woo. down. There will be doors of opportunity, mm. favor the right connections that will take place mm. because prayer, those faith declarations have made a way. Glory so to I'm God. not They're just, framing. yeah, framing I'm not just praying world. over situations that they may be in right now, but I am praying ahead. Yeah. Glory to God. And I like what you said uh, last week. If, uh, you know, it's not to say there will never be any challenges or problems or the enemy won't attack our no. children, but you said, when those attacks come, yeah. you have God's word to stand yeah. on. And during those times of challenge, you hold fast to those words uh, that you have spoken and released over your children. Mm -hmm. That's where faith comes in. Yeah. We, we hold yeah. fast to the word of God as it pertains Prayers to... Prayers making a way for... Uh, for them to come out of that, yeah. for them to come out of that yeah. situation. And, and you've then, already spoken ahead. Yeah. And then ahead. again, again, I'll go back to like, we can't change our children. We can't make our children, but when you've planted them in a place that preaches the word of God, that, that follows the leading of the Holy spirit and really the place that God has planted you. And when you release the word of the Lord, it's like, there's such peace. There's such rest that comes over me. So no matter what I see, and you know, we've had some, some challenges before with, you know, specific children and you know, you're like, Oh gosh, they, they, they going down a path. They don't need to go down or it looks a little shaky and, and you want to get nervous and you want to get in fear, but it's like, I go back to the word of God and I'm like, no, I've stayed steady. I am remaining faithful to what God has called me to do, to the place God has called me. I am honoring the Lord by training my children in the way that they go. I am speaking and releasing the word of God. So then when I do, it's like there's such faith and there's such confidence that no matter what I see right now with my natural eyes, I know that he has seen my children through. And it is just a matter of time before we see it in the natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And time and time again. I've seen God's faithfulness. Yeah, and he is faithful. He's yes. faithful to his word. He's faithful to his word. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking uh, another 
thought I had along these lines is parenting, you know, as it pertains to parenting is we were discussing modeling and you made a statement uh, in the last couple of minutes about you can't, we can't make our yeah. children do or become anything. Now, you, you may have the illusion that your children are obedient and perfect. Maybe when they're young, you have, seem to have a little bit more sway over them. But reality is we don't control our children. Yeah. We can't. As much as, hey, let me ask you this. Can God control you? Is God controlling you? Did your parents control you very well? No, because we're, we cannot be controlled. Yeah. You can, we can, basically, we can surround our children and put them in a legalistic environment, expect them to do mm-hmm. uh, what is right at every juncture, but the reality is they won't. They won't. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and to expect that is really unscriptural to expect our children to do everything perfect, not break any of God's commands, not break any of the expectations that we have on them. The, the reality of life is they will, right? But this has been, uh, and, and we're, we're not 100% there, and we learn every day, but when it came to like chill, our children, um, God has really been teaching us over the years how to parent in grace, and I, I didn't, I didn't see this. Now we did have 13 years of youth ministry experience working with teenagers. That was God did prepare us for having teenagers that way. But when we're faced with with circumstances that where maybe our children were not doing what they should have been doing, or maybe like you said, going down a wrong path, it's what we model at yeah. that time. I think that will absolutely make or break. That's made all the difference. The direction yeah. and. What I mean specifically is, will the Bible says that we love God because he loved us first. Yeah. And I had this in my heart years ago. I don't want my children to fear me. Mm-hmm. I want them to, to, to respect me and yeah. love, do because they love me, right, to do right. That is a whole, that's two different complete pathways. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done it perfect, but we've had opportunities where, we were able to model grace, yeah. uh, mercy, love. Mm-hmm. Love is a love will revolutionize all of our lives. It will revolutionize our children's lives. Yeah. But to model in circumstances that are contrary, yeah, and, and not in not just in, in bad instead times. of I can't believe you did this. Yes. How did you Shame. do this? But it's like, how are we going to move forward? Yeah, I love we're, you. We're, or if a circumstance yeah. happened, you know, instead of like dropping the hammer the love of God would come out and say, like, I'm so glad that you're safe. Yeah. I'm glad that you're okay. What kind of safeguards can we put in yes. place so what this can we doesn't do happen forward? again? Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you would yeah. take more, you know, practical things like you would, you know, in, in disciplinary means and you would do what you felt like was right at the time, et cetera. But it's so interesting. And I, and I hope if you're a parent, you're listening to this, especially of younger children, Again, the illusion that you can control your child forever is so unrealistic. You, we're going to have to step into an area of faith, Laura, where we trust the Lord. We're, we're doing what you just said. We're speaking God's word over them. We're keeping them in a place well, where God can minister Well, I, I was going to gonna say right there, that's an indicator of whether you're in faith or not. Because if you're trying to control everything, then you're not in faith. You're yeah. not trusting the Lord. Yeah. But when you model when you are following scripture, you're 
putting them in the place, releasing the word of the Lord over them, then there's, there's peace, there's faith, there's hope there. When you're doing the other thing and trying to control and put that thumb down, then that's you trying to make something happen in your own ability. Oh, and man. that can cause stress and anxiety well, that, and your worry. Your children will and, hate you and, and God Yeah, or, you know, however they turn out, that'll be directly based on what you did. Yeah. But when you do it the other way, that's, yes, you play in your part, but then you're seeing God's faithfulness and him watering and bringing increase to those seeds that were sown. Here's a revolutionary thought about parenting. Why don't we parent our children like God parents us? What does God do when we mess up? He forgives us as we come to him. He gives us mercy. Mm -hmm. He does not judge us according to our actions as we come to him in a humble manner. Why would we parent our children legalistically and with harsh, only harsh punishments, no love. Well, that's that's how I love them. That's tough love. Well, aren't you glad every time you do something dumb, God doesn't drop the hammer on you? No, what does he do? He's merciful. God yeah. is love, right? Our parenting should reflect the heart of God, right? And our children will be impacted. And Laura, they're molded yeah. by this. Um, I want to kind of, uh, we're kind of getting to the end of the podcast here, but I want to just mention, and I do have some stuff, sir, and who knows, maybe we can do some more of these, uh, but I'm moved by the subject of consistency in parenting, uh, but I want to just kind of end this particular episode with this. We are in the last of the last days, and I sense just the, there's a fresh wind of the Spirit moving through the body of Christ in light of recent uh, events and years, things that have been happening in the world, it has really moved the church to pray. Uh, there's been a lot of shifting going on in spiritual things. But, Laura, Jesus is coming back soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody said one time, are we living in the last days? Well, I don't know if we're living in the last days, but you're living in your the last, last days, days. <laughs> which means you only have so much time anyway on this earth. But Jesus is returning. Much of what has had to have been fulfilled as far as biblical prophecy has been fulfilled. We are in a time right now, and the Spirit of God has been saying, Laura, we've got to be laser focused on the things of God. We've got to have our families in order. This, The Spirit of God has spoken this so many times over the last number of years through me. The time of playing games is over. If you were going to play games with your life and with the things of God and with eternity, you, that time has passed. This is a, a, a time where the Lord is saying, I need you to get in your place. I need you to operate where I called you. I need you to be in the, the church that I've called you to. I need you to be in the, the operating and the gifts that I've called you to operate in. We don't have time to juggle the things of the world and the things of God simultaneously. But when it comes to families, Laura, I don't even, my, my heart is just so tender right now to this. Our families, we as parents, grandparents, we have got to take this day that we're living in seriously. We have got to make sure that we're prioritizing the things of God, keeping our families in a place where they can hear from God, where they can be discipled, where they can be built up in faith, where they could you know, hear from God, follow the plan of God. Laura, things are shaking out. Uh, Well, it's going. (laughs) There's danger when you're outside of the place that God has called you to be. Yeah. It's dangerous territory 
things uh, will get clouded, mm-hmm. clouded. You won't be able to see things clearly, and you could find yourself in in some not so healthy places or your life on this earth. I mean, it could be snuffed out early, and all because you're not where the Lord is calling you, leading you, and then really leaning in to his leadings and promptings. So it matters, especially in these last days. And there's great reward when you honor the Lord, when you put first things first, Mm. when you put eternal matters first, Mm. there's a great reward. And, you know, one thing with our family And I think really this is why I never uh, begrudged ministry or the church or, uh, you know, even God. But we did ministry together as a family. And so now we too, we've modeled that. Like our children, it wasn't they were here and we were over here. We're in this together. We go to meetings together. We go to church together. We serve together. And when you do that as a family and you're honoring the Lord together, because there could be some out there, well, I don't want I don't want my children to, you know, to grow up hating the church, walk away from the church, walk away from God, this and that. You do it the right way. Yeah. They're not they're not gonna walk away. They're not gonna have any resentment. But I'll tell you, if you're kind of wishy washy and back and forth and fickle or legalistic and all this Or doing everything but what the thing Yeah, God you, are. you could have some challenges on yeah, your hand. You will. But you, you do will. church, you do ministry, you do life together yep, yep. as a family. Around the things of God. Around the things of God. And it'll make God. all the difference, folks. I'm difference. not I don't think we're saying it like we want you to do what we want you to do. This will save and preserve your life and family and your legacy will be a godly one that's it we don't want to be just natural people we want a godly legacy i want when i'm gone here my children grandchildren great-grandchildren to be doing the plan of god that's the greatest legacy the legacy of faith i'm so thankful for my grandmother yeah and then down to my mother who then married my father who got it because he married into my mother's family and then it's trickled down to our family and you know now my children there is a legacy their children their children will will. (laughs) how do you know pastor won't they go off in the world no they won't because it's been put into them. It's, a it's been molded. Legacy. It's already in them. They're yeah. already on track to follow the things of God. Yeah. Well, who determined that? Well, the Lord did. The Lord helped. But parenting, yeah. your parents, us, faithfulness right? and consistency. Glory to God, boy! I'm I almost got saved on this podcast. It's a lot of things <laughs> you can do wrong as a parent, but if you get the most important Woo. things right, that other stuff you got wrong, it won't matter. Get. Laura, that's a word from the Lord right there. You get the God thing right, forget all the mistakes. God will honor you and he'll put you ahead, you and your family. Hey, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Lord. That should be your your confession. As for me and my house, it starts, I believe, with the the, the man. If there's a man in the home, then the husband and the wife together. There's got to be some leadership into this thing. I'm telling you, the Lord's moving in this direction. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord's saying. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we love you and we'll see you real soon. God bless.